my radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. beautiful welcome back welcome back to this part of the program we we call it the voc sos helpline with shahida kali and of course in this part of the program i respond to you as a registered clinical psychologist and i'm just looking at the time and and seeing that it's already five past eight may yet but then I suppose, you know, as people will say, it's the story of our lives. Here we are at the end of February already in 2021. And may Allah grant us a, a good year, inshallah, with, with all Allah's goodness, inshallah. I mean, with Allah's protection, with Allah's guidance, um, you know, with Allah's safety, inshallah. I mean, um, so we start the program and I want to reiterate the the WhatsApp number that you can send your messages to, which is 082-9913-913. That is the VOC WhatsApp line. And then, you know, I will have a look at your messages. The SMS number is 47913. So now I'd like to actually go to the messages that I'd received um, last week. But I just want to touch on on a message that I did receive this evening um, that I also thought, you know, kind of lead, lead me to of the messages of last week, inshallah. So a message I've received earlier on um the person wrote, Assalamu alaikum, wa alaikum salam. Unfortunately, I missed your program last week, so I lost that discussion. I'm perturbed about the limitations of the discussion. Initially, it was about facing our attitude towards those with mental illness and depression. You do realize, however, the term mental illness covers a broad area. What you're doing here is great, but there's a need for us to understand more complex mental illness like borderline personality disorder. This begs even greater non-judgmental behavior from those around the person and requires much more than just a few steps towards healing. I'm not bashing the good work you're doing here. I just 
think that we mustn't imagine that mental illness only comes in the form of depression. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to grant you, it's me, success. Shukran, Allahumma ameen, with the blessed work that you're doing. Ameen, shukran for your beautiful programs. Afwan, you're welcome. MashaAllah, Alhamdulillah, because it's only by Allah that we are able to do the programs. Shukran for the message. I really appreciate your message and this is why I wanted to read it. And just to, to mention a few things, so you are absolutely right on just about everything that you've commented, Alhamdulillah. The, the focus on depression actually is almost uh, kind of just an example of mental illness. We were speaking about mental illness broadly. Um, it grew from the A discussion on suicide and which is very closely linked to depression. So this is why there's been such a focus on depression because in effect what we were trying to achieve is how can we um, approach mental illness that we that we prevent and that we help to prevent suicidal ideation and suicidal behavior. So this is why this, it, it almost feels like we've been leaning much more strongly to um, depression. I absolutely hear what you're saying in terms of borderline personality disorder because a person with such a diagnosis would also be a person or some people with borderline personality disorder diagnosis um, would at times have suicidal ideation and would at times attempt to commit suicide. So we know that within the ambit or of um, all the signs and symptoms of borderline personality disorder, you find the depressed, the volatile, or the deep mood, the dark mood, um, the overwhelmedness, the helplessness, um, and then, you know, the, the belief or sometimes the leaning towards would suicide not be an answer. Um, I absolutely support that people with personality um, disorder diagnoses need support from their families and society and their carers as all other mental illness and mental illness diagnoses across the board. So it leads me to, um, to questions of last week. So one of the questions that we had last week, and we touched on it so briefly that I want to go back to that message, um, is the, the message that someone sent in that said, that read, my daughter, and they sketch her age, she's in her late 30s, has bipolar disorder diagnosis. One day she recites the Quran and a few juice, more than one juice, on that particular day and the next day she will be engaging in unacceptable behavior. So, you know, 
and and where does one put this? And I think the concern was we were talking about mental illness. This was in the program of with Sheikh Zafir Najjar, and he was trying to look at mercy, at Allah's mercy, at mercy towards people who have um, mental illness, and to be supportive of them, to have mercy towards them, um, really, really to be empathic, to be sympathetic, to help them to get help. And so if we look at bipolar disorder, my first thought would be the correct diagnosis would be very important because it would inform, it would be likely a psychiatrist who would have given this diagnosis and therefore it will usually be with a, a prescription of certain medication that would be in line with the presentation that the person presents with. So remember, each person still comes with a different presentation and with different signs and symptoms, etc. So doctors will take into consideration all of those and then they will, you know, um, have get to a prescription usually and that is what i one of the points of that i was going to touch on in terms of mental wellness would be usually it would be informed by a complete medical workup it will be you know um and a complete medical workup will include blood tests thyroid tests you know, um, and so so that the psychiatrist has a good idea in terms of deficiencies. Um, sometimes we even have to look at menopausal positions of the person. So you look at the age of the person, they'll include those types of tests as well, so that there is a holistic approach to even the medication on prescription. And just to encourage people, when you've been prescribed certain medication, try to be good with it. Try to take it as prescribed and at the times when it's be, been prescribed for you to take. I just want to touch on a comment made by one of the young men who was on the air last night. And this person said they were seen by a medical professional. They were put on an antidepressant as a side effect of that particular antidepressant, they actually experienced suicidal ideation, which they have never done before. And so we must be mindful of that, that on the rare occasion, or on the occasion, this might or could happen. If you feel that you're worsening, if you feel you're not getting better, if you feel you're experiencing any side effects, you must give feedback to your doctor so that the doctor can either stop the medication, um, look at the, the, the dosage, prescribe another type of antidepressant or medication. So those are all the things that will be considered um, ultimately, what the young man said last night was, so he was actually saying, be cautious and let medication be the very last option. There's much value in that suggestion in terms of we need to develop skills to help ourselves. We need to engage in therapy. 
There are different therapeutic approaches um, to help you with your mental illness. And if you're seeing your psychologist um, and all of what you're doing, the psychologist will assess whether you are a person who would do well with medication and then the referral to a psychiatrist. Sometimes a person sees a GP, they prescribe medication, it will be a certain level of medication and people go on the medication. And you know what, I mean, you see how there are times when definitely it helps people. But it's just important that you need to know yourself. You need to know that I'm now taking this medication. How do I feel? How do I feel after immediately thereafter, a week thereafter, two weeks thereafter, a month thereafter? Okay. And one of the guidance I just want to say while I'm speaking about this is when you feel I'm not going to take this medication, I'm going to stop. Remember to contact the doctor who prescribed it, give them feedback, and together with them decide on the way forward. Don't just stop the medication. Sometimes people can experience other symptoms when they, like we would refer, when they stop cold turkey, and then I don't take it anymore. I think just to, to um, confer with your doctor is good um, recommendation, inshallah. So just to come back to the person who has this up and down reaction, one day, you know, behavior that's chronic recitation, the next day, you know, like really unacceptable behavior, my thoughts are, I would advise that the person firstly is, I would ask these questions, is the person seeing a therapist so that one can um, assess and understand whether this person has a lot of environmental stuff and holds perhaps a lot of anger or irritation or hurt or trauma that is important for the person to attend to, which means it speaks to the unacceptable behavior. I don't want to mention what the person had actually written so that, you know, the more the person gets better and heals, the more, the less likely we are to see that part of the presentation, um, you know, and then the encouragement of Quran and Dhikr and so on. If in therapy, and this is still happening, if on medication and this is still happening, my thoughts are that the person should go back to the medical professional who would actually um, prescribe the medication because my thoughts are, first thing I will look at is, does this need a medication change? Because usually someone with bipolar mood disorder will be on a mood stabilizer. And this is the description in this message is clearly not a stable mood, which means the, the medication is not is likely not working, is seemingly not working, therefore needs further medical assessment. So that's my, my thoughts, you know, when you are the carer or the mommy or the daddy, um, be gentle with a person, but be firm. Remind the person, sweetheart, yesterday was a beautiful day. What's happened to that person? Let's talk about it. What is it that's making you feel so angry? Help me to understand it so that I can help you in the best of way. You know, moi prat, livda, moi prat, moi prat, moi prat. I can't say that enough. 
we were guided, you know, when the prophets, um, alayhi salatu wasalam, went to speak with Fir'aun, who, who had performed shirk, and they were told and instructed, Pratmoimetum. So we need to speak kindly and nicely and mercifully to people who are struggling. When someone is out of line, they are struggling, they're struggling with not having better behavior, you know. So inshallah, may Allah help, and I hope that, that it's helped um, the feedback that I'd given. Then another message is, my son has ADHD, and um, where does that leave him in the eyes of Allah? So it would have interested me to know what age is the person. Um, in fact, further on, there was another message that said, my 15-year-old son has ADHD, but I struggle to teach him of the dean. He asks questions and behaves inappropriately, especially that he's going to be an adult with ADHD. My thoughts to you are, if he has a diagnosis of ADHD, it means he has seen a mental health professional. My thoughts would be take him back to that person so that, you know, that person can do a reassessment. What is happening to him? Why is he behaving the way he is behaving? Is he on medication or not? Sometimes medication for ADHD also has um, side effects that are very difficult for young um, children, especially adolescent boys. Very often a side effect is headaches, for example, and then they struggle with it and then they don't want to take medication. My thoughts are get your son into therapy. Get your son to see a therapist. Get your son to see a social worker. Get your son to see a religious teacher who has empathy, who has softness to, to his approach. Clearly, if your child has ADHD, it's hard for them to sit still for long. Let classes be shorter. You know, um, let it be approached with mercy. Let it be approached in a soft way, in a fun way, not in a punitive way. Type of thing. And then the poor child never learns or hardly learns a thing because they are so fearful. So think about the method of teaching. Think about what it is that you want to teach. Also think about, are you an example of the teaching? So why I'm saying that is sometimes we want to acknowledge Allah is an Allah of mercy. We want to teach our children mercy, but then we show no mercy. We are harsh, we are punitive, and we don't show the mercy. So sometimes we need to look at what are the examples surrounding the child. May Allah make it easier on this child and on you, inshallah. So this child, the question of where does that leave him in the eyes of Allah? Allah gives illness. And Allah gives illness to those whom Allah loves and who are very close to Allah. And children are very, very close to Allah. Children are very special in the eyes of Allah. It's Allah's children. And so you have to regard yourself as a child who is loved by Allah. Therefore, you must love your child as well. Have mercy with your child. Guide your child. Sober with your child. Make dua for him. 
you know, lots of love and understanding. Sometimes children who have ADHD are treated very badly by others. They are shouted at, they are scolded all the time. You know, it's helpful to take the child one side and say, sweetheart, come tell, come speak with me a little bit. How are you doing? How are things with you? What can we do that can help you? You know, I, I read an article of a child, uh, an, a young man who has dyslexia and he now in 2020 passed matric with I think six distinctions and I, I saw such hope in that, um, in that uh, news report because I thought, yeah Allah, you know, we need to have hope. By Allah, look at what that child has achieved. And same with people with ADHD. Let them do exercises, run with them, swim with them. I think um, the one of the, the the world's top swimmers also has ADHD. Um, golly, Phelps, I think is his surname. And he has an, a diagnosis of ADHD. And what did he do? He went into swimming. He used up the energy. And he became one of the top world swimmers. Alhamdulillah. So try to channel the energy, you know, productively. Inshallah, I mean. Then another message of last week was um, bipolar. Okay, so the person has bipolar. And then the person gets described and low iron levels, but a difficult personality. How do I handle her? I thought it was such a funny message. How do I handle her? It was so cute. But anyway, I'm hoping that you're listening at the moment. The person who asked me, how do I handle her? <laughs> Uppermost in my mind is have sober with her. Praat mooi met haar, liefde. And get her help to attend to the bipolar that she is experiencing. Now, critically important is what I said earlier on. If the person has a complete medical workup and they have low iron, then it needs to be attended to. They need to have um, a prescription for iron tablets because that will feed low iron levels lend itself to depressed mood because you're feeling so down, you're feeling energyless, you're feeling tired, you're feeling like there's hardly any motivation because your iron levels are so low. So it's important that we get our bloods in order as well. You know, sometimes we, I mean, over and over when we look at our patients who are hospitalized, I promise you, probably across the board, you will find mostly deficiency in level in, in, in um, vitamin D levels. And so it tells you that you need to have a complete workup because the doctor needs to take into consideration all of the medication that you might be taking, other diagnoses that you have, your age, and more and more, you know, all have to be um, considered before medication is prescribed. And that brings me to be mindful if you're taking home remedies as well as your medication. Be open and discuss it with your doctor and let your doctor say to you, it's fine or be mindful or I need to lower the dosage because you're also taking whatever you are also taking. Okay, so just last reference to ADHD as an adult. You have of the top business people in this world 
who have ADHD. Why? Because these people can stay awake for 14 hours a day and not get tired. You know, it's hard to sit in a meeting, but they have such a lot of energy, so they get a lot more done. Channel the energy productively, inshallah. May Allah help, and especially the children with ADHD, inshallah, ameen. So, you know, another message of last week asked, can we have a program on ADHD and also on borderline personality disorder? Inshallah, going forward, we will do that. Um, in our program, I'm just looking at, you know, someone sent a picture and, and the person described the child, um, a child with uh, have or has a diagnosis of Down syndrome and the person said this is my Jannati this is the child whom Allah will grant me Jannah for inshallah I mean so but I know that we have to take commercial news long overdue I'm in trouble we're going to go to the messages that I've received today but first let's take commercial news please whether you're feeling peckish over lunch or racked by late night cravings, the Wembley Roadhouse is an institution designed to satisfy any seeker of quality, wholesome, delicious food. Open till half past midnight, seven days a week. Wembley Roadhouse serves up a bewildering menu of curries, samosas, grills, faludas, milkshakes and more. Our ample parking makes it easy to find a spot to eat in the comfort of your car or just relax while our waiters attend to your every need. Wembley Roadhouse, home of the Wembley Whopper. Hey Renisa David's attorney specializes in drafting of wills including Sharia compliant wills, the administration of deceased estates, transfers of fixed properties, registration of bonds or four major banks, creation of trusts, specialized commercial law and sequestration applications. Hayunisa Davids Attorneys is an ex-employee of the Master of the High Court, has vast experience in finalization of deceased estates and dealing with the most complex estates. Easy accessible premises situated on the corner of Garfield and Alamin Roads, Claremont, off Imam Haroon Road near Kenilworth Centre. Contact us in 021-683-7437. Hayunisa Davids Attorneys. Did you know donations made to Sanzav are tax deductible? With the tax year coming to an end, you have an opportunity to save on your tax by investing in development and supporting Sanzav before or on the 28th February 2021. Donate now and you can qualify for a tax deduction up to the value of 10% of your taxable income. Contact Sanzav on 021-638-0965 or visit www.sanzav.com. .org.za for more information. Sansav, changing lives through development and relief. Act to make an impact. Rock up to Rocker Mamas. Sit down and relax in our safe, family-friendly environment or place an order for takeaway or delivery. You'll be back for more. Because when you sink your teeth into our legendary Rocker Rips, Smash Burgers, Rocker Wings, Filipino Bombs, Mega Waffles and more, and wash it all down with our famous G-Shakes or mocktails, you'll definitely be saying... 
I'll be back. Find your rock mamas near you at Kenwood Center, Vangit Mall, or Wizgate Mall. We are open for breakfast from 9 and also serving lunch and supper till late. Rock mamas, experience the greatest day sensation. Indulge in our American Cheeseburger promotion. Single Smash Burger for 49 Rand, Double Smash Burger for 69 Rand, and Triple Smash Burger for 89 Rand. All served with our special Rocco fries. Do you dread standing and wasting your precious time in the long queues at the licensing department? Well, contact YQ instead. Whether it's simply to renew your vehicle license or do a change of ownership, let YQ Vehicle Registration do it for you. Call us or WhatsApp on 073-633-4200 or visit our website yqvehicleregistration.co.za That's the letter Y and the letter Q, vehicleregistration.co.za Also find us and follow us on Facebook or Instagram. YQ, we'll do it for you. MJ Ali Optometrist introduces their pensioners value deal. Clear bifocals only 850 Rand and clear multifocals only 1,500 Rand. This strictly cash offer includes a spectacle frame to the value of 450 Rand, an eye test, and two clear plastic lenses. To qualify for this pensioners value deal, please bring along your SASA pension card. Bookings essential. Mondays in Brooklyn, Tuesdays in Craven Beach, Tuesday morning Mitchell's Plain, Wednesdays in Bishop Levis, Wednesday mornings in Rondebosch East, Thursdays in Steenberg, and Friday mornings in Belhar. Phone 021-933-4999 or visit mjalioptometrist.co.za My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I'm Shahida Kali, and we are doing the program VOC SOS Helpline. So I want to go to a message um, that that I received earlier on, and I just want to get to that message. Um, it is quite a long message, but I think it's a message that really, really needs attention. Um, it does seem as if these people involved have gone to all the avenues where they are supposed to have gone to and I ha- don't have a lot of time left over before we go into the Asia. but I'd like you to grab a pen and paper because I'm going to give you a telephone number of a legal center that might be able to help. So the message is shukran for your program i'm approaching you on behalf of a desperate family who do not know who to turn to next i know it's probably um not the right program 
Um, but you know, we deal with all mental health uh, programs or issues, worries, concerns, fears. So you, you're in the right program. Honestly, you're not in the wrong program. Shukran for sending the message. But ultimately, um, I want to just kind of jump a few of the, of the lines and say that um, it's a family who have been paying their rent regularly but never received a receipt. There are three families living on the property. One family apparently wants the whole house. He now wants to evict this family. Um, he's threatening them. This must be the landlord saying they never paid rent. Um, they've been to Family for Health, a local mosque rental tribunal, UCT Law Clinic, Sanzaf, and it just seems as if, you know, they're not getting um, any help. There is a lady or a daughter who's the breadwinner who is in cast with a foot that's fractured and the court order is that they've got to be out by the 5th of March. So firstly, I want to say I am so sorry that this family is going through this trauma at this time. May Allah make it easier on them and may Allah send a solution for this situation, inshallah. I mean, however, I want to say if they've been to law clinic, if they've been to rental tribunal, if they've been to Sanzaf, it means that they've followed protocol. If there's a court order, then, you know, beyond a court order, what do you do? You've got to go back to the legal process. And so the only thing that I can come up with at this stage, firstly, you have an option of going back to the rental tribunal and plead your case. Secondly, um, I would like to advise that the lady um, who has the broken or fractured foot should contact the Women's Legal Center in Cape Town. Their number is 021-424-5660. That's 021-424-5660. And find out if they can help or guide her in terms of what would be the next um, step for them to make. The, you know, I mean, the desperation is around the fact that there is already a court order. So meaning that the courts would have listened to their case and would still have decided that they actually need to move out. May Allah give guidance and send you to the right place where you can get the help that you deserve and that you need so desperately, inshallah. All of us to say, Ameen, Ya Allah, please send an answer. Please send these people to the right people who can help them and find a solution for their situation. Inshallah, Ameen. Allahumma Ameen. That number again is 021-424-5660 and it's the Women's Legal Center. And then I want to go back, go down further. But you know, the I have a minute over before we go into the Wakta Visha. I'm not going to be able to um, deal with the different uh, messages. I think there are three messages that had come through that I might not have time to attend to. But inshallah, if not this week, then I will attend to it um, in next week. I just want to mention the points before we go into the Wakta of, of Isha, but I'm watching the clock and I am um, sharing this with you. In terms of mental wellness, we spoke about seeing a doctor, getting tests done, knowing your illness, 
managing your illness, taking your medication as you should, eating a balanced diet, eat good foods for you, often, you know, uh, fresh foods, etc. Exercise, sleep, have good relationships and look after yourself. And with that, we need to go into the Wakt of Isha. So stay with us. Don't go away. I'll be back after the Wakt of Isha. The voice of the king. The voice of the king. Follows a public service announcement by Dr. Zuelim Kize. Fellow South Africans, it has almost been a year since South Africa's first case of COVID-19. Since then, the virus has wreaked havoc in our lives. Many of our brothers and sisters have lost their lives, while many are still fighting the disease every day. We have persevered through a tough year in 2020, and we all have hope that 2021 will be better because now we have a potent weapon to fight back. Vaccination is the best defense against serious illness and death from COVID-19. We are ready to start vaccinating our most valued healthcare workers as we promised. I want to urge healthcare workers and all South Africans to take the vaccine. It is possible to eliminate COVID-19, but we all have to choose vaccination. Remember, while we roll out vaccines, it is still important to wear your mask in public, practice social distancing, keep your hands and surfaces clean, and avoid large gatherings. Together, we can beat COVID-19. I choose vaccination. That was a public service announcement by Dr. Zweli Mkize. So it's also time for me to greet. I'm at the end of my program. Just information, uh, personal information about myself is that I am a registered clinical psychologist under the name Shahida Abrahams. I have a practice in the Goodwood area and my contact details are 21 592-0563. That's 021-592-0563. And cell phone number is 083 
Inshallah, in our program in next week, I will attend to the messages that I received today and that I didn't get a chance to respond to. So next week, please stay tuned again and all the best, inshallah. May Allah accept our du'as and protect us and guide us and keep us safe, inshallah, and forgive us and have mercy upon us, inshallah. Ameen. I'm Shahida Kali. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and good evening. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. I'm